0: Welcome to Dental Hygiene Development. We invite you to listen along as we discuss all things
1: dental, including personal and professional growth. I'm Autumn. And I'm Paige. We're just two best friends discussing what we love to do and how we do it. Grab your Diet Coke, Diet Dr. Pepper, or your favorite glass of wine, and let's talk about anything dental hygiene. Hey guys, welcome back and happy new
0: year. It's 2022. I can't believe it.
1: I mean I really can't either but 22 is my favorite number so good vibes. Good year, good year. <laughs> I hope you all had a wonderful
0: Christmas. You got to spend it all with your families and enjoy the time together. I know it's a busy
1: time but it's also a really joyful time. Yep. have a good time? Yes we sure did. My in-laws were in town and so we did Thanksgiving with them and Thanksgiving with the family so we had a good time.
0: Awesome. Yep. Yeah it's a lot of traveling for us but it's Thankfully it's not too far. So we don't yeah. have to let go across country or anything to see to see family. But you know, just a couple hours. So it's not too bad. And traffic's not too bad on the day of the holidays, so
1: it's never too bad. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to travel for Thanksgiving. We go like an hour and thirty minutes one for Christmas. But yeah. Yeah. It was good.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right, guys. So with that being said, it's 2022. It's a whole new year. So it's time to start thinking about this year. What does it bring? What happened last year? Yep. What can we do to change it? We're not going to say, you know, everybody jumps on the New Year's resolution bandwagon. And it's, you know, well, we have to, we can say their resolutions, but really their goals. Yeah Goals. Big goals, little goals. We all have them. Um, and it's a really good time. I know it's cliche, but it's a great time to start it.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially with a challenging year previously, you kind of lose some steam, I think, sometimes. Yeah. So it's good to refocus and kind of set new goals and new intentions for the next year.
0: Yeah, you're right. Because yeah. it comes to the end of the year, you're tired. Like I said, you have busy holiday season. Yes. Everything finishes. So it really is a good time to recenter, get focused, and get going for the new year. So with that being said, I think that what you have to do to set goals – First is reflect on what happened the year before.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because, I mean, that gives you your direction that you want to go for the upcoming year.
0: Yeah, exactly. So um, I heard this on a podcast actually recently uh, talking about, you know, when you're reflecting on last year. um, It's really easy if you sit down and you can make a list of things that from the past year that were really great. And you know that you did well and made you feel well when you did it. And you know, you were successful, like numbers or just in the the office in general, what was great. And when you find out all those things that are great, you write them all down. And then what you're going to do, yes, you're going to continue to do them, but you're also going to amplify them. So find ways to do it more. So you can you can build on it and it continues to be more successful.
1: Yeah, that's a great idea because if you've gotten something right, you've figured out a good flow for you and your team and your office, heck, even in life, yeah. you definitely want to keep that going and yeah. keep building on it. So yeah, yeah that's, that's a really right. good tip.
0: And in the same vein... If you write, you're going to also write down things that did not go well. What was? Yes. What was, I mean, we all have them. Not everything's going to be hunky-dory and all that stuff. So we're going to have things that didn't go well. And I'm sure you probably all can sit here and think of probably a handful of things that you were like, yeah, this is not working for me. Um, But it's good to identify those things too, because then, you know, you, if you identify those, not only can you do something different, but I would say, bring them to the team um, and say, you know, these are things that I noticed weren't going so great. So let's not do this and let's think of ways that we can change it up. Let's do it a different way um, and try something different. So it's not the definition of insanity where you're doing the same things yeah. over and over again for well, not good reasons.
1: Two, if you did your work on your last podcast where we were talking about the ideas of like, you know, shredding or burning right. or getting rid of the negative things, that should have kind of got the ball rolling of open discussion about things that you may could do better this year True. that you could put into your goals. So, You're right. you know, go back.
0: If you did not listen to the last podcast, go back and listen to yeah, that some one. some good stuff. And that's some homework there. <laughs> that's right. Right. So if we're reflecting on things that were good, things that were bad, um, we can really have an idea of what we want to look at when we go into the future.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the only way you really, truly grow, I feel like, is reflecting on things that you you haven't learned well enough yet to yep. call it, you know, successful or, you know, positive. But as long as you're willing to work on it and continue identifying things that you can do better, I think that's really where you start to thrive in your life and mature and grow. So that's yeah,
0: right. it's all about growth. And we love that here at DHD. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. So once we've reflected We're going to start moving on to setting those goals and what's going on next. So when it comes to goals and you're right, I would say you want to write these down somewhere where you can go back and see them. Um, You can save them on your computer. You can save them on the notes on your phone. You know, Um, I think I put everything there now. But write them down, because if you don't write them down, how are you ever going to go back? And look at them to see if you accomplish them. Yep. So, plus, it's good. I think if you have certain goals, um, that you can put them somewhere where you see them, and you're you're reminded of them frequently.
1: Absolutely. I mean. I'll even text myself sometimes if I think of something like, you know, spur of the moment. And then also we at my house last year, we did the post-its on the mirror and I really liked that. It was really fun because every morning they're like staring you in the face. Like you go brush your teeth. There it is right there. You have no excuse. You're like, oh, it's uh, a
0: reminder. It's a
1: good reminder. So you so. can't
0: say I forgot.
1: Yeah. Super important to write it down. Say it out loud. Whatever yeah. you need to do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And when you write these things down, you want to make sure when you set goals that there are very specific goals. Yeah. Um, so you don't want them to be very vague, like you want the most detail you can get. So at the end of the at the end of whatever the time frame is, yep. you know that if you hit that specific yep. goal.
1: Yes, and she just said another one as far as, like, the time frame. You want them to be measurable. You want you to give yourself a, you know, beginning and an end. You need to have a deadline. I'm a deadline kind of person for anything. Yep. I need a date when I need it to be done by. It just keeps you on track. It motivates you. But, yeah, definitely specific. You don't want to just be like, oh, I want to have a good year for 2022. You want to be like, what are specific things that I I want to make sure that happen to make it a good year? So and
0: they can be and, – and, you know – we are talking in general, you know, you can make these your office goals. Yep. You can make them personal goals in your office or you can make these your own personal goals yep. at home. So when we're talking about setting goals, this is not just, you know, limited to hygiene. So let's say last year one of my goals was, um, let's see, oh, we were we were having the wedding. So I wanted to lose a certain amount of weight by By the wedding, so there was a. It was measurable because I could weigh myself, even though I did not want to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I never want to weigh that. Yeah,
0: you could do that. Um, and I had a time frame, so I started the goal in January, and I got married April 24th. So that was very measurable, specific. And when I did, I wanted a specific weight. So I didn't just say, "I want to lose weight." I want to lose weight before I get there. If I want to lose weight, I want to lose 10 pounds, 15 pounds. Set the actual measurement. So, you know if
1: you hit it. Also, this is a good one because you want them to be realistic. Like, you know, obviously you can't lose 100 pounds in like three months. What? So, (laughs) you've (laughs) got to set a goal that's (laughs) achievable. You know, a lot of people just don't want to take the time it takes to really do things the right way for it to be a successfully achieved goal. So, make sure it's also realistic for you in your time frame,
0: yeah. So I can like that's a person that's a one on the personal level. Yeah. But if you want to set a specific goal in the office, um, maybe you want to say that if say you're working on um, like in our office we do Invisalign, right? Yeah. So we want to have in the first quarter, so the first three months, we want to have fifteen Invisalign starts. Yeah. Right? So you set that on January and it's something that you can talk about. You have three months to do it, but you look at it. It's there. Remember, we want to go back and look at it. Yep. You want to be measuring them regularly. So it's something that you can hang in the office. You can put it on a post-it note. Everybody can have it there. Um, and you can be doing that and checking it every day. But then you know at the end of the three months, whether or not you exactly did it. And you have to look at, like you said, is it realistic? Like yep. what were we doing before? If we were doing two, the chances of us doing 15 are very slim, right? So you want to push yourself. I'm not, saying don't push yourself yeah because we do have to push ourselves you're never going to get better if you don't but don't do something that you know in the end that you're not going to achieve because not only is it you're not achieving it but how does that make you feel at the end of that goal time
1: right it kind of makes you feel like you failed at it Yeah. And that's not motivating.
0: Exactly. And that's not what goals are meant for. They're not to make you feel bad about it. And um, in the words of my nutritionist, even if you don't hit it and you don't do well for that time, you can't feel guilty about it they're there to help you but they're not there to hold you back to make you feel bad to make you feel like you're a failure because that's not the case they're there to motivate you
1: i feel like i've been talking with people about boundaries this last few weeks and you know usually you feel like boundaries are kind of a negative and somebody was telling me about the analogy that the therapist uses about it being a you know nice picket fence and it has an open gate and you're allowing what good things come in and out. And I think it kind of applies to goals too, because when you think of them as like, yes, I set this goal, maybe I didn't hit my specific goal, but I did work towards it and I grew and I did do better than I was. So it's a continual like growth process. You have to think of it in a positive way versus like, a negative, I didn't hit that specific number. It's a fact that you were aiming for it and yeah. you did better than you were. So exactly. it's that's a, a positive, good thing. And that's what goals are for is like you said, to push you forward though. So, exactly.
0: Yeah. But we all know, even if you're doing these things and you're I'm sure if you set a goal, you're probably going to get somewhat better. Like you're saying, like it may be little steps and baby steps that you're taking, but you are going to get better. But the things, maybe this will help if you think about, like when you sit down and you set these goals, if you think about the obstacles that could come in your way that could prevent you, prevent that from happening.
1: Yep, absolutely. I mean, I think a little bit of preparation with stuff like this goes a long way um, so that you can be successful. Whether it's, you know, listening to a podcast that helps you set those goals, if you're a podcast listener, Um, you know, there's lots of resources out there for you to help you continue to grow and do it through setting goals for the year.
0: Yeah. So if you set the, ob- if you find the obstacles that may come in your way and you're also think, um, you also have to think, even though there's going to be obstacles, the whole time you're doing it, you don't want to be negative about it. So right. if you're negative about yourself the whole time, if the whole time you're doing it, you're saying, we're never going to hit that goal or yeah. I'm never going to lose the weight. You know, that was just your, any negative thought that's in your head, that negativity is going to come out one way
1: or the other. Absolutely. And honestly, um, we have a printout that we have made for you guys um it's going to be kind of like a freebie you just you'll send us your email address and then we'll send it to you and we're gonna have two different ones one is gonna be kind of like a daily sheet and then one is going to be like a yearly goal and one's going to be a little bit more on the emotional like mental side and then the other one is going to be a lot more practical kind of what you can specifically set as goals and how you can achieve them but one of the things we have on the more emotional side one is Write down the situation that you're thinking about that's consuming your time or your mind that day. Write down what actually your negative faults were, what your initial reaction was of the negativity, those things she just explained. And then it has a section where it's like, now take some time to think on it and reframe it to the positive, where your mind should be. And eventually that intentional thinking will get you to the point where you're always trying to naturally frame things in a positive way versus kind of defaulting to that negative. And that just takes practice over time. But um, there's a section on the freebie um, printout we got for you guys and have made so that you can kind of have that as a reminder to get in practice of that. So yeah, negative faults can really, really change how your year is going to go.
0: And we think about it. I've heard this on a couple of different things. I think it was in a devotional I'm doing recently. Like if you write down the things that you have been thinking, most of the time all of us are worry warts, you know? Like yes. we're always going to be thinking of the negative instead of the positive in the end. And we're just, we're actually creating situations in our mind that aren't even close to phasmally going to happen. Like yes. in your head, you're like, you're like, oh, this is going to be terrible, this, this, and this. And really, that's no, no. I mean, like, you're way out of the ballpark on that one. So, really, if you do that, if you write that down, that's really good to know because you should reframe it and then say, what, okay, that's what I was thinking, but what's realistic here? Like, what is the realistic thing that's going on and not something crazy that you thought of? But it does take work because for sure, I think we all go there.
1: Yeah, I think it's human nature. It's kind of default to, like, just let things overwhelm you or to worry or to go negative, Mm -hmm. but you can retrain your mind to go to the positive. So yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, so once we set our plan, um, we can overcome any obstacle if we ask for help. Yes. (laughs) We don't all have to do it ourselves. And I am really bad about that. As an Enneagram A, I am someone who likes to take control. And so even at work, when I know I could ask somebody to make a phone call or do this thing on my list, it would make my life so much easier. And then I could hit those goals and get to some things that I wanted to do. But it's not that I don't trust that person. It's just I want to be in control and I want to make sure I'm doing it because nobody does it better than me. Right. So that's really hard for me to ask for help. I don't know about anybody else. Some people will do it really well, but I'm not one of them.
1: It's funny because I'm the Enneagram too, which is completely opposite I am you know the caring the person who likes to do but I'm also really bad it's not one of my traits to ask for help either because I feel like I'm bothering people
0: and I think you want to give help too and
1: I'm the one that's like I'm trying to give help to everyone else like I'm not going to bother you and ask for help but really I think like Oh, they're going to be frustrated with me or irritated because I asked them to do this, or maybe they didn't have time and I interrupted what they had going on that was more important than what I need. So I'm just very bad about asking for help. But it's funny that we're two totally different personalities, but yeah. it is one of our um, not our. Sh- it's not one of our strengths. Yep, asking for help, but it is especially in a work be, setting. Maybe that
0: should be one of our twenty. Yeah, we're gonna have to write. Up. A- Write that down. Look, we'll be we accountability
1: help, partners on it, and we'll let you know how it went next year. Yeah, exactly. But, um, <laughs> Someone write that down. Yeah, somebody write that down for us. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I think that's really, really important because at work, you know, it's all about teamwork. Teamwork makes everyone elevate. You know, when you are asking for help and – the door flows both ways. So don't be one of those people always asking for help and not actually helping yourself. Um, You know, there is a balance there. But it is okay to ask people around you for help. And I think sometimes people they, they like helping. I like helping. I like when people ask me to help. Me them. Too. So, um, I think it really just elevates everybody as a team, yeah. honestly, even at home in your relationships anytime. So yeah, definitely. Definitely.
0: Especially if you set a team goal, there's no yeah. way each individual person, again, this is a team, right? So you can't, if you set a team goal for the office, there's no way that you're going to hit those doing them all yourself. Yeah, but at the same time, even if you set a personal goal, a lot of times you won't be able to do everything yourself. You're going to need some help in some way. Um, that's not putting it off, saying that you should get all the help to do the goal. But right. you don't feel bad asking for it. And like I said, that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be a goal for both yeah. of us: is feel okay about asking for that
1: help. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm. I definitely gonna put that one on my list. I mean, it's funny too because we kind of naturally are good about that. Like we bounce off each other. We don't necessarily be like, Hey Autumn, can you help me with this? But like her strengths and my strengths, like we thrive in different areas. And so we naturally kind of fill the gaps for each other as far as like helping each other out. And Mm -hmm. so I think sometimes that can naturally occur, but that's rare. So the actually asking for what you need part is important. And then people can learn, you know, where you thrive or where you appreciate help. So you just, it's, about communication, a lot of things come back to communication. Comes back to communication,
0: <laughs> but on the same front, if you're setting a goal and you're asking for help, you got to make sure that when you set these goals and the people you're asking, you're surrounding yourself with the right people. Yes. Well, that should be a that's a whole nother podcast about being in the everybody yeah. being around the right team, being on the right, but everybody be the right people on the bus. We'll get to that. That's a whole nother situation. But in life, if it's not just in the office, some things we we can't control, you know, that we don't, most of the time, high, hygienists, we're not doing the hiring, but yep. on a personal level at home, you can surround yourself with the right people. Like for a weight loss goal, let's for example, yep. if your spouse is not doing it, it makes it a lot harder. But if you're both on the same page... We can eat the same meals. We can prep the same food for the week. It makes it easier. You're both interested in exercise. Maybe not interested in exercising, but feel <laughs> like you have to. So, you know, if you surround yourself with the right people for your goals,
1: you should actually, that is going to help in a ton. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I feel like the right people will understand, like, maybe your spouse doesn't realize that them eating donuts – detracts you from not eating donuts. So you might have to say, like, hey, do you mind? Like, I really just don't have the willpower to say no to sweets. So if you're going to have sweets, can you have them at work or, you know, just not bring them home so that I'm not tempted by it? And they'll probably say, yeah, sure, I had no idea, you know. Because some people are really good. Like, my husband, he's very good when he's ready. Like, he has all the willpower in the world, Mm -hmm. and I don't. I can be on the train, and you can bring me some donuts, I'm going to eat them. But he's the person he can say, like, Oh no, I'm just not gonna have those. I'm doing healthy. And I, I can't. So, Jack, you're a ninja. How do you need that a ninja? <laughs> we need him to come on the podcast and give us the secret. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so I definitely think telling people in that situation too what you need is helpful.
0: And if you're a person who likes to read books, or I like to like actually have the hard copy book, um, but my husband's a person who likes to listen to things on audiobook. Either way, if you enjoy books or podcasts, um, I would especially in that vein, if you are trying to set a goal. Sometimes, you know where we're at right now for reflecting back on 2021. It's we're not happy where we are in our in our work life. Yep. Um, where we're at, what we're doing, and that's okay. You know, like we... That your goal may be to change that. It may be to find that right person. I would challenge you if that's the case. I, one, I want everybody to find their sweet spot, which you know that's my that's my thing right now is finding your sweet spot. But to do that, you have to put yourself around the right people. Yep. And I would challenge you to read um, Ken Coleman. He's the one who does a sweet spot. But in that, in the proximity principle is all about putting yourself around the right people at the right time to hit the goals that you want to hit. And we can we'll link that uh, book in the. description description for this podcast. So if that's something that you really want to do is you're, you're on a big level, you're wanting to change what you're doing on a daily. Um, and you want to find out how you surround yourself with the right people and what to do um, to get you to hit you that next goal. It's a really good goal setting. I feel like yes. it's a good goal-setting
1: book. Absolutely. And I feel like there are things like you don't know until you know, and other people have wisdom that you don't have. So reading a book like that, it can give you insight to things because I'll be the first to tell you, it's very hard to say, you know, these people are not necessarily the best people. They're not cheering me on. And sometimes it's people that you're very close to. And they're sometimes the worst at cheering you on. And you do deserve to have people who support you and who are going to, cheer for you and help you get to where you want to go in life. They're not going to make fun of you or put you down or be negative. And that's kind of more on a personal level. But even at work, I do find that some people are kind of just jaded in their field of work. And so sometimes it takes a lot of effort on your part to be around the right people, but also to kind of form that trust in others, With you, you know, let them kind of get to know you, you be the person you want to be around. And then eventually you'll be able to tell, okay, are these people my people or not? So don't just write everybody off. You know, you can kind of give them a chance, especially at work. But, um, you know, after a while they can kind of reveal who they are, they may relax and kind of open up and, you know, start to mimic some of those behaviors. But it's crucial. It really is crucial to be around the right people. Yeah. And if you're right, people are not where you are. Sometimes you got to. Go find it. Make a move. Yeah, that's right. Go find it. <laughs> find the right spot. Yeah.
0: Because there is a the right spot for you. And it may not be where you're at. Yeah. But you will find it. Yeah. That I'm sure of. And if we can help you, we will help you. Absolutely. Um, I think one of the last things, but to me, it is in everything most important is to have confidence. That is also a hard thing to do. Yeah. A lot of times, especially if it's a new goal. And if it's something that you're setting out. And I will say for us, um, I think at the end of the year, one of the goals was starting this podcast, right? Yep. And we probably didn't have the most confidence about whether or not we would do a good job on it, right? Right. But we had to put ourselves out there and do what we thought you know do what we knew we could do even if we didn't feel like we would be best at it we still did it yep we sure did that doesn't mean that you're going to be fearless confidence does not mean fearless that is not what it means confidence means doing it even though you have fear
1: yes yeah I think there's something similar on the printout too for that on the emotional one about acting in spite of fear yeah um did you do that? Did you act? Because for me, I'm an I'm the idea person. I have all kind of great ideas, but then I have a harder time executing because of that confidence factor and the fear factor. She brings my confidence level up. She's the right person for me to be around, and kind of vice versa. Like we feed off each other in the right ways. So it's it's is great. It works out as a balance, but yeah, things are scary and fearful and personal yep. life and work and I will kind of say, life.
0: she says that I, that I bring her. That's good. I'm glad I do. But at the same time, <laughs> um, I think on the outside, I put up a really good facade and I've learned to do that. I, it's a bunch of the things. Confidence is one of those things that I think that you could, everybody can work on and you don't want to be overconfident. You still want to be humped, confidence and humble. You know, they go hand in hand. You can't be, you know, out there, but at the same time, it's something that I really work at. But I try to at least portray it to everybody else, even if inside is like, no, 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 <laughs> you can't do this, you can't do this. Um, and I've just listened to enough things, and I and I have to practice what I preach. So I, you know, as some of you know, I train hygienists that are coming into our um, to our corporation. I train them to for two weeks before they go out. Obviously, they're already hygienists, but I train them to work in our system and how we do things. And a lot of them are new grads. And I think as a new hygienist, you always come out and. Real hygiene life is nothing like school hygiene life. Very true. And so you can get intimidated really fast. Yes. Um, And we come out and patients will test you. And they will, you know, ask you questions and you may not know the answer to them. And I always tell them this when you go in there. But the real, but reality is you have to be confident in yourself to know that you are smart. You did go to school to be a hygienist for two years. You spent a lot of time studying. Yep. And passing boards. So you do know more than they do. Yep. You may not know everything and you may have to go ask questions to somebody who does, but into a patient, you do know more than they do. And for them to feel comfortable around us, I feel like we have to be confident. Yep. If we were to be like, uh, um, you, you might have gingivitis.
1: <laughs> Just maybe. Maybe.
0: They're gonna be like, what? Either I do or I don't. Like, there's no in between. You either do or you don't. And they're going to be like, who, wh- where did I go? Yep. You know, like they might not like what you have to tell them, Yep. but be confident and know that you do know that much. And if you don't know, fake it until you make it, right? Like, right. don't go tell them something that you don't know, but make it sound in a way like, You know, you do have this, this, and this, um, but the doctor's going to come in next and he's going to, you know, look a little bit further and we're going to see what we need to do. You know, like you don't have to know the answers of how to fix it, but you do know more than they do. So be confident in that. Be confident in yourself. Be confident in the fact that you went to school for to be a hygienist and you know a lot more than the average person.
1: (laughs) I kind of use this trick, which I hate to use the word trick. I don't want to sound like we're like, you know, being sneaky, but anytime you don't know something, Don't say, well, I don't know. Don't ever say that to your patient because Mm -hmm. you can find out. The information is available to you. So whether it's an insurance question, Mm -hmm. just say, you know, that's a really good question. And, you know, the front desk, they have specifically spoke with your insurance. So I'm going to let you talk with them so they can answer any questions that you might have. Mm and um, they'll just know specifically how to cater to your plan. So you basically direct them to the best person for the answer instead of just saying like, well, I don't know. And the same (laughs) thing goes for clinically. Like if they ask you a question and you really don't know the answer to it, why don't you, you can always say something like, you know, that's an awesome question and it kind of goes into a little bit more depth. Let me get some papers together for you and I'll email them to you. You know, what's your best email? That way we can customize it to what will work best for you. So then you're, you know, they're like oh they're going above and beyond which you are and you Mm -hmm. should Yeah, but it gives you a chance to learn something new it instills you know patient is going to be super confident with you and they're also going to appreciate that you're taking the time to like Mm -hmm. send them something that's custom for them so there's always ways to grow in your education but also still take care of your patient and build confidence in yourself and confidence in your patient and you so yeah yeah, there are ways that um, you can work around that instead of just being you know like well I don't know
0: Mm -hmm. And leaving
1: it at that. So, yeah, for sure.
0: Yep. Confidence is key. Yes. In everything. But definitely in goal setting. And once you've made all these goals, you've, you know, you've wrote down all the obstacles. But then, and put out any negative thoughts that are going to come in your way. And you're surrounding yourself with the right people. And you're being confident. You're really working hard on these goals. You want to check in on them. Even if your goal, say, it's a long-term goal of a year. You want to check in every couple of months to say, where am I at? You know, am I on track? And if not, what am I going to do? To get myself to that, or do I need to change the goal a little bit? Like there, you don't. If you get down and you realize it's not going to be realistic, remember we said it's realistic. Mm-hmm. You may think something's realistic for the year that you get three months into, and you're like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was realistic. I had a really good intention, but it's not going to be it." That doesn't mean you give up the goal nope. altogether. That just means you change the specifics of it a little bit, yeah. and that's what those check-ins are good for. And when you check in. There's not a specific time that you have to do it. It really just depends on the goal. Like she said, the pre, the free downloadable one, you'll have one that has more daily goals and more weekly goals and then one for long-term goals. So depending on the time set of your goals, depending on when you're going to check in.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I set a goal last year to read my Bible in a year, and I had the whole app thing, and you know, you read this you know, seven days a week, you read this much of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, that wasn't really <laughs> realistic I'm like, I don't have time it's seven days a week typically mm-hmm. to do it. So then I'd find myself trying to catch up, you know. And I mean, I read way more of my Bible this year than I ever have in my life. Steps, so that's yes. Good. And I'm doing more of like a deep study versus just like reading it. So I'm taking more time to go through those things. So I kind of, as I've gone through the goal, it was kind of a quick different thing but I've kind of grown it into like more of a study and something else so it's going to take me longer than a year to finish Mm -hmm. but I love how it has turned out and just having the goal Mm -hmm. being like oh it's getting closer and closer to the end of the year like you know you got to pick it up you got to keep reading um has really helped me to continue to move forward even though my goal is changing and growing and rolling into the next year um it's still been a positive so yeah Yeah. definitely like that point do you
0: feel guilty that you didn't do the goal that you set out to?
1: I mean, I would say a little bit because I'm just a guilty kind of person with everything. Like, I'd feel bad about everything. <laughs> yeah. But um, I do feel really proud of myself, too, because of it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. And it was intimidating to me. I was just like, I don't know what this stuff means. And, you know, I'm reading this stuff, but I just I forgot it. Yes, I've read it tonight, and I don't remember what I read tomorrow. Yeah, this is to the Bible, I feel like. Yeah, I was super intimidated by it. And yeah. I was partly scared of, like what what's gonna be in here is gonna call me out you know am I re- my heart ready for all this but I just set the goal and did it anyways and so I have found it's not so scary it's not quite as intimidating I did find a um a podcast that I love it's called the Bible recap and she literally like goes back over everything like explains it to you like oh, really Bible weird. for dummies <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I love her. She's got a great perspective. But um, so I found ways to make it less intimidating, easier. You can do that with any kind of goals. But um, you're right. Yeah. So.
0: Yep. And the key is that's good. I'm glad you don't feel guilty. I I mean I struggled. I think we all struggle with that. But the key, like we said earlier, the key is if you're not doing, you know, hitting the goal specifically what you want to, that doesn't mean that you feel guilty about it. That means you're going to change some things up and you're going to do it a little bit differently and you're going to feel proud for yourself for the things that you've done. That's right. Exactly. All right. So that being said, like she said, there's going to be a downloadable um, uh, freebie for you for all your goal setting. So what you're going to do is you are going to drop your email to us and um, you can either do it on any of the social media platforms where we where we post this podcast. Yep. Or on YouTube uh, or Facebook, anything that you post on, send us your email on that. If you post it, then we will email you that downloadable link. Yep. And you will get the freebie. So you can start setting your goals for
1: 2022. That's right. And it's super cute. So it's fun. It makes it more fun. It, everything is fun when it is more fun it's when cuter, it's cute. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I would say you can comment below on the YouTube video. Um, if you're comfortable posting your email there, you can private message us on Facebook. If yep. you want to just shoot us a private message. And then we'll also post a link to where you can privately put in your email address and it'll send it to us and then we can send it to you from there. So that link will be on this video as well. Um, so how whatever works for you whatever's convenient and easy just pick that route we're yep. we're laid back
0: <laughs> yeah and if you want to if you want to use DHD in our group here to hold you accountable if there's yeah. something that's out there i think i am going to pick um a per- well let me know i'm going to do a professional goal i think i'm going to set a professional goal and i am going to post it on our DHD uh, facebook page with this with this um on january 1st and when this drops, and so I'm putting myself out there, I want you all to hold me accountable. And if you yep. want to do that, feel free to do it too. We want to hold you accountable. I'm not going to like, you know, go on there <laughs> and like come behind you. Yeah. But if and if you're doing well, like come back behind us, tell us you're doing well on your, and it doesn't have to be professional. You know, like we said, this yeah. could be, per, this could be personal goal. Paige was telling you about reading the Bible. I told you about losing weight for the wedding. Like, there's all kinds of goals out there we want to hear you use. We want to support you. We want to cheer you on. And we really want to celebrate when you do have wins on those goals. So yes.
1: put them out there for everything. Put yeah. them out there for us. We want to help you. Yes, absolutely. And it might encourage somebody else, to to see your goals or give them an idea if they're struggling with ideas of goals of their own. Um, so, yeah, feel free to share. It. And we always love resources, too. If you find something that's really helping you push forward, please share it out. And, you know, that way other people can see it as well. I love a good motivational goal setting book. So if you got one,
0: put it out there. I'd love to read it. She really does. I mean, I have like four books that are like in the wing <laughs> that Chad has for me to read. Yeah. But um, I'll eventually get to
1: it because yeah. I will love to read it. I'm super excited about your devotional you're doing right now. The um, You said this, but I heard that. Um, oh, the color thing. Yes. Okay, so we've heard us talk a lot. So we're doing this. T- uh, this
0: is for the small group. Yes. Yeah, we're doing the colors. Uh, it has to do with your temperament. So after I get through this study and I learn a little bit more about it, um, we can definitely talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, along with the Enneagram because I feel like anything personal awareness will come yep. back to you. But, yeah, I think personal awareness is, and growth is one of my yep. everyday goals. Absolutely. So this this uh, study is going to definitely yep. be
1: I'm excited. She shared it with me, and I'm like, I'm reading through it, and I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. This is really good. It's one of those things I feel like people struggle with, too. It's like um, whatever temperament you are or whatever your personality type is, you hear things a certain way. So mm-hmm. y- you could say something to me and Autumn, and we would hear it two different ways, mm-hmm. and that's not what you— you might be a third type yep. and that's not what you meant to say exactly. to either one of us. So it's really cool that our minds can kind of like warp things. So I think it all kind of ties together really beautifully of setting goals and learning about yourself. And most of those things give you, this is the unhealthy side of your personality and temperament, and this is the healthy side. And it helps you roll to that healthy side, which, yeah. you know, goals do that too. But yeah, they yeah do. I love that. Um, I just love getting to know myself better yeah. and other people. Helps you understand other people. So
0: yeah, I love the really Enneagram. Cool. I love these like tests that we can take and I would like do every podcast on them. Cause I just love talking about them. Like, I think it's so interesting and yeah. get to know each other. It gives a lot to talk about, but you know, I'm not going to try and overwhelm me all of these y'all could to listen to a totally <laughs> like wholly separate thing on that. But yeah. um, we'll definitely bring it up. Um, and with that true. being said, you know, we're doing the podcast. is the first. We'll drop our next on the 15th. I think we're, we're trying to do a little bit of both. You know, we want you to have your personal. We want to have some motivation. We want to have very practical things. But we also, we're hygienists. This is where, you know, we're this is clinical. We want to help you clinically. So we're going to have a little bit of clinical ones. We're also going to have some that are not. We're going to mix it up. With that being said, Tell us what you want to hear about. Yeah, for sure. If you need help, if you want to talk about something, if you think it'd be interesting, um, if you want to talk to us about it. I mean, there's nothing saying
1: that someone else can't come over here and talk to us about something. That's right. So put it out there. We'll have guests. Come on. I mean, we're planning to do all kinds of things, but we want, this is for you guys. We want you to enjoy it. We want you to be happy with it. So yeah, if there's something specific that you want to hear, let us know. Yep.
0: All right, guys. We're so happy that is 2022. We're getting to start off the new year fresh with you guys, and we're all setting goals together. So uh, let's move forward into 2022 very
1: successfully. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.